producer, an amazing songwriter and director. Please, Living a Rich Life talk show, put your hands together and welcome the one and only, the poetic rock star. What's up, family? How you doing, man? I, I am well. I am well. First and foremost, how are you doing, sir? I'm good. Just trying to live a rich life. <laughs> That's it. I, I, I like that. I like that energy. I like that right off the top. So uh, let's let's start right off right off the bat. Let's not play any games. Let's get into it. Yeah. Um, tell us how you discovered your ability to write and do spoken word poetry. Yeah, man. Um, it started for me. I actually at a young age. Uh, when I was young, I, I played sports a lot, but it wasn't like my main thing in school. Um, but I, I love basketball. I always love basketball. But when I was in school, I had this girl that I was just like dying over, man. And uh, but she was like the real popular girl, and she was like really into like the athletes and ever. And I was like, man, well, I ain't a star player, the athlete. I got to figure out something. <laughs> and, uh, I found out that she like she liked poetry, and then from there. I was, I'm going to try to write a poem. And then, no, behind I just stuck with it. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. Okay. That's that's amazing. Sometimes opposite sex, the things that we do to try to get their attention. But that, that that's, a good, that's, a, that's a good thing because it seemed like it's uh, catapults you into doing some great stuff. Um, yeah. So let me ask you this. Uh, poetic rock star. Yeah. How'd you come up with that with that name? Is it, the, is it the poetic rock star? Yeah, yeah, it's the poetic rock star. Uh, originally, um, my original name was Floetry Man, right? Uh, when I first started, it was Floetry Man. And from that to, well, I'm not just a poet anymore. I like to mix my poetry with music. So then I created Floetry Man, the poetic rock star, a whole long statement. So where the Floetry Man was the poetry side and the poetic rock star was named the music. And then I was like, yo, I just I just need to keep it simple. So we dropped the Floetry Man and then we stuck with the poetic rock star we've been rocking ever since. Okay, okay. And 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 how long have you been in the, in the music industry and making music? Because we're gonna get these basic questions out the way. Yeah. Then, we're gonna get, <laughs> then we're gonna start digging. Yeah, I do. yeah. Uh man, gotta be about about 10, 10 years taking it seriously. Uh 10 years taking music seriously. And um I've always like from a young age, my uncle, he was really into the music business as, as well. So I automatically just like gravitated into the business part of music and it just happened that I was good at creating it at the same time. So yeah, I'll tend. Okay, that's that that's what's up, as they say. <laughs> Tell us about this term and I don't yeah. wanna I don't wanna slaughter it. So N-E-O-T-R-Y. Yeah. Neotree. Neotree. Yeah. Okay, so Neotree. Tell us about this term Neotree. Break it down, the meaning and where it originated from. Yep. So um, when I was when I was doing poetry, mainly just poetry over like smooth sounding beats, um, I was like, yo, this is really dope. I don't really hear anyone doing this like how I picture me doing it makes basically making it a mainstream genre for poetry. And I was like, yo, I need a name for it because I want to come up with a curriculum, teach people how to do it, X, Y, Z. So um, we were brainstorming. And uh, I was like, yo, Neo, Neo means new. And then we just took the end of poetry and just said, yo, let's rock on Neo Tree. And from there, it was history. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. And that's why I said unique artists. Because again, yeah. a lot of the stuff that the team came back was definitely unique in, it, in mm. its nature as it pertains to poetry and, and music. Um, yeah. So I thought that was pretty interesting. 
Tell yeah. us, did, did you have a nickname growing up? Uh, it was just DJ. Um, my actual my actual name is David Junior, and then uh, DJ. And then from there, when I got into the music scene, it was just poetic rock star or rock star. That was it. I, I like, I like. Now you you know uh, one thing we do here. We sometimes take some time to to hear some talent. Mm-hmm. So so hopefully you'll be, you know you'll be able to bless us with with something, whether it's poetry or a song. That's something that we're, yes, we're looking forward to. Um, yeah. And 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 again, Be Exposed Radio, my guy Monty, we're about exposing Be Exposed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Great talent. Um, so we definitely want to talk about some a few other things and how we can get your music on, on the station. Yes, sir. Um, all right. So with the current state of the music industry right now, how is your music influencing your life? Um, it's, it's actually a big portion of my life because I had taken a hiatus for a little bit, like for about two Two years, I had stopped like creating my own music, and um, like I took that time during that period to just you know collect myself. Um, and now the music that we're putting together, I think it's super personal um, because it's always been personal. I've always wrote it from a "this is my life" point of view and what I experience and what I go through. But I think now it's more depth because I'm more vulnerable and I'm open to like expressing myself. So it definitely means a lot to me. And then a new project that we putting out, it's I ain't gonna gas myself, but it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I think your your flow yeah. is it, I, I like your flow. Again, we, we saw a couple of videos, we checked them out, you know, we, we had a little watch party. That's that's, nice. that's what we do and it was it was really good. So tell us and, and talk to us about the song Fear. So of your recent <laughs> yeah. project, right? What inspired this quote? So first, why don't you tell us about the song Fear? Mm-hmm. And then there's a quote. Sometimes you have to remind yourself that you are greater than your worst fear. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> fear, Sounds like it's passionate. Sounds like it's yeah. passionate to you. Yeah. Um, fear is is super means that fear record means a lot to me because it was really the first time I became vulnerable in my writings because normally if you meet me, I'm very reserved. Like you don't know what's going on with me unless like you're in my immediate circle of like two people. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. writing fear from my point of view, because the only thing that I was ever really afraid of was failing and not trying. Right. Mm -hmm. Writing from the point of view of, man, what if fear was a person, you know, and writing that record, it it gave me the ability to see that, hey, like, you're not the only one who goes through something, you know what I'm saying? It's okay to be open and express yourself. And that quote just basically came from, you know, whatever, whatever you feel like you're facing, whatever you feel like you're fearful of, like, that's not the end all be all. Like, you can conquer that. And, you know, I'm, I'm, a full testimony of that. I just keep keep going and, and, and what I love to do. As, as just like you, that is my story as well. <laughs> yeah, that is yeah. my story as well. So again, those that are watching and just tuning in, uh, we have the poetic rock star. Uh, we're talking music. We're talking poetry. If you have any questions, comments that you would like to ask him, by all means, drop something in the chat box, and we'll be sure to ask him. But in the yep. meantime, we're going to keep talking poetry, <laughs> music, and what inspires him, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so what is the process like 
when you need to encourage yourself and, and stay positive, especially during these times, because that is something yeah. that that I struggle with. However, I got a great team between mm. Be Exposed uh, team, you know, Amani, some of the other directors, producers, folks on my team. They they keep me going. Yeah. Sometimes I just I just don't just don't have the energy. So tell us, right. what's that process look like when you need to encourage yourself and stay positive? Uh, I go in the car, man. I go in the car or I go to the park, and I just like, I'm really a, I'm really a homebody. I don't like to be around a bunch of people. Not mm-hmm. outside of COVID, I just like to be by myself a lot of times if I'm not in the studio, and um, I just like to think, you know what I'm saying? I like to think anything I say, I like to say intentionally. So when I'm by myself, I have time to like collect my thoughts. And then that writing process is just me expressing myself to me just openly. And then from there, I can just piece the pieces together uh, with the words. But yeah, that's it's just me in the car by myself. That's it. Just just driving. Radio, yeah. on, radio on or radio off? No, I, I definitely throw on some beats, man. I definitely throw on some beats. And then I just freestyle in my head. And if it, it, a lot of times it don't make no sense. <laughs> <laughs> but by the end of it, it's, it comes together perfectly. Okay, okay. See, that's that's that artistry. That right, I, right. You know. All right, so let's talk about um, Gold Roses. Yeah. Right? So the total mm-hmm. production behind your song, Gold Roses, Mm-hmm. which, you know, was amazing quality with a simple yeah. yet powerful video of just you and a studio mic, right? Mm-hmm. Talk to us about that shout out to Drake and the process of making, to me, this masterpiece. Yeah, man, that's, first of all, I appreciate that. Masterpiece is a good word. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's yeah, right. Man. Okay. I, I go Roses, man, that, like, man, when I hear, when I hear records like Go Roses, that's originally Rick Ross's song. When I first heard it, I was like, man, this is my vibe, right? But when I got to writing the record, it was like, man, like a lot of people, when they see me are, because like like I said, I was in the hiatus, I went into this lane of like, yo, he's a writer. Like he just, he write records for people and the records come out dope, the end. So it was like, yo, I got to remind people like, don't forget, like, I still got bars. Like, so that was my intent in the Go Roses record. It was like, yo, don't forget, like, I can still spit. And it's coming. It's coming for sure. And then when I heard the record Go Roses, I was like, yo, we got to, we definitely got to do this. So I was like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's always nice when things fall uh, into place nice and easy. Yes, right? sir. Yes, it's always sir. nice. But tell us about an unknown challenge you had to overcome to be where you are today. Oh, man, it's, it's a plenty of them. <laughs> but um, as, as, as an artist, one of the challenges I had to overcome was people just demeaning what spoken word artists are. You know, when I would tell people like, now I don't even say I'm a spoken word artist. I just say I'm an artist. Because normally when I would say like, yo, I'm a spoken word artist, XYZ, originally their first response would be like, yo, you performing at Busboys and Poets? I mean, mm. what? <laughs> like, why is that the plateau of spoken word artists, right? So overcoming that stigma of like, there's no such thing as spoken word artists who can be at a higher level than other than Busboys and Poets um, was definitely a challenge as an artist. 
Uh, also, like having people believe in the same thing that I believe in, because so many people wanted to change the direction of what I thought, what I wanted to do. And it was like, yo, like I got to stay focused on the vision and goal that I see, because at the end of the day, it's my vision, you know? That was a challenge for me. And then just on a personal level, um, you know, being an artist is not easy. You know what I'm saying? It it comes a lot with that, meaning like finances, connections, like those things. I think people take lightly when they see artists because they just think, yo, once you're an artist, you drop on Apple Music, you're automatically on. Like, (laughs) that's not how it goes. So, you know, I had to go through all of these challenges and these things affect me mentally. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've been through like, depression. I know what that feels like. I know what it feels like to, you know, lose close friends. I know all these these feelings and all these emotions. And it just so happened that I'm able to like articulate that in my music. So yeah. So so you mentioned spoken word artistry. Well artists, yeah. right? Yeah. Um so how do you view the spoken word artistry of today versus the great poets of yesterday? Right. So because we got some pretty great poets <laughs> yeah. that, hey, they could did the thing at Busboy and Poets and have done yeah. it beyond. Yeah, yeah. So how do you um, view the spoken word artistry of today versus I think I think it's I think it's really, really dope, man. I'm like I said, I'm still in that in that area, in that realm. I think it's the same same thing as music, it's just to music and how you deliver is the only difference. Um, but you know, the the spoken word artists of before, you know, dynamic artists. I just think the difference between it now is maybe the artists of today are more so focused on like wordplay and presentation mm-hmm. than the before artists, which I think is just an addition to what they've done before. And uh, I think it, I think the genre just continues to grow. Uh, it always adds a plus to whatever you want to do. Uh, like some of my favorite artists, like Chakra, you know, these guys. Uh, J-Rod, these guys are amazing spitters. And uh, to this day, I've always bumped them, like forever. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. So you mentioned a few favorite. Who is the most influential um, from from your point of view? Mm -hmm. Uh, Like mainstream or like? Give give me both. Okay. Uh, Spoken word or we going music? We're going to do both. We're going to do spoken (laughs) word and we're going to do music. Um, I think... um, Spoken word, one of my like direct people that I have direct contact to is probably my brother, uh, Flow Spasm, Flow Spasm Judah. Uh, he's like a killer spitter, man. Uh, he always motivates me. He pushes me. You know, I, I've stolen some of his bars here and there. Um, okay. But yeah, he's an amazing writer. He motivates me every day. Um, as far as mainstream, uh, I, they classify him as a writer. I classify him as a poet, Kendrick Lamar, easily. Mm. Like, yeah, he what he did on the Pimper Butterfly is nothing short of poetic. Um, so to me, he's a motivation. Just how he crafts, how he crafts his lyricism, you can see what he's saying, and that's everything that I try to do when I spit. It's like, yo, you gotta. When I spit it, you you see exactly what I'm saying, even if you gotta listen to it twice. Like sometimes I'll say something that you might have to listen twice to understand. But so you can you can see what he's saying. That's that's yeah. deep. That's yeah, that's absolutely. deep. Now you use the term spitting a couple of times. Yeah. For those that are not really uh, familiar, I can make a guess of what it is. But <laughs> <laughs> so, so when you spit, I guess that's you know dropping your lyrics. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Right. You got bars like that. <laughs> okay. Okay. We'll we'll keep we'll keep, we'll keep it simple. Yeah. Right, so so with that being said, uh, 
would it be uh, appropriate to give us a, a little spoken word, a sample of uh, maybe your favorite poetry right now or something, whether it's a, a song or a po just a little, just a little bar too. Is that something we can, uh, we can uh, expect? <laughs> can, can we get sure. that right now? Okay. I got something for you, you man. You want something new or you want something old? Well, you be careful, because I, I say I want something both. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just tell me. All right, so we'll we'll start with uh, we'll start with old, and then later down before we close it, we'll get something new. All right, cool. all, right. Um, all right. So I'm 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 gonna introduce you right quick. All right, <laughs> I'm gonna do a short intro. Okay. All right. So yeah. here we go, folks. Um, spitting a little something for us live right here on Living a Rich Life Talk Show. It's exclusive only here on Be Exposed Radio. Give it up for the poetic rock star, Great and Spit King. Yes, sir. See, I got a call one day and I missed the call. So then they sent me a message and the message was like, yo, I miss you. And I was like, oh, snap, like I missed. So then they sent me a message and I was like, well, who's this? And at first the message wasn't clear until they took me a screenshot and said, yo, this message it's from fear. Like, what happened to the days that we used to hang? It used to be me, you, disappointment, and failure. We was like a gang. That's all I'm going to give you for right now. Oh. <laughs> yes, sir. I, I like that. I was, I was, because I felt you starting to get into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah we want to go coming. the whole way. <laughs> right, right, right. No, no, we don't want to do that. So where, where, can they, where can they hear that? So that's something old. So where can they, they yeah. go to hear that, the rest of those verses? Yes, sir. So um, that project, that song is out from my old project called AEP. Uh, you can find it on Apple Music, um, on Spotify. Just search The Poetic Rockstar. Uh, you'll see all my music, my catalog from there. And that, that record is called Fear. Also, that record is visually on YouTube. If you just search The Poetic Rockstar, Fear will come up for you. All right. Y'all heard it first right here, Living a Rich Life. Be exposed radio. We expose everybody and everything. Yes, That's indeedy. Right. So, so let's let's talk about. Uh, you got this amazing sleeve that says "Chosen." Yes, sir. Right. Can you see so, it? From here? Yeah, yeah, I can see it. Yep. So, so yep. tell us, um, tell us its meaning. What, what is what is share your yeah, meaning? Yeah. So my sleeve, it go it, it goes up. So it starts with the um, it's a dove right here. Right, so the dove just basically symbolizes peace um, for me, and then it goes out to a rose. Uh, of course, the gold roses to me that is, for me, it's I'm a I'm a rose from the from a broken concrete, right? And then I that goes to an eye to the says chosen, and that just basically simply means I'm chosen. Uh, I'm a firm believer in Jesus Christ, and um, you know to this day I believe like He has a plan for me. Whatever that is, I think I'm still trying to tap into you know, what he's trying to get me to do to, I think, I think it is to affect the generations and the generations to come, but I'm just trying to tap into it. So I believe I'm chosen. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I like that. Keep it, keep it simple. I'm, yep. a, I'm a tattoo person myself. So my right. tattoos also represent things that I've gone through um, my life where I'm going and things of that nature. So it's yep. always good. It's excellent conversation piece. <laughs> Yeah, but it's even better when you got a story to it. Yes, it's even sir. Better you got a story to it. So again, those watching, this is living a rich life, um, and we have the poetic rock star, and uh, we're just having a good old 
mm-hmm. conversation. Sometimes I forget we're on the air, so just bear <laughs> with me. Just bear with yep. me. Um, tell us, what's the biggest lesson you've learned thus far during COVID? Ah, man. The biggest lesson that I've learned during COVID is to check on your strong friends, man. Um, mm. Because I actually have a record called Strong Friends. Shameless plug. <laughs> but I think um, what I've learned is that everybody really, even though outside of COVID, everybody goes through something, right? And in this time, like, just just because you may be up or stable, like, everybody isn't, you know? And I think I've learned that we got to care for one another. You know, even if you don't talk to me every day or if I don't shout you out every day, like, every now and then, anyone who I call, like, my friend, like, mm-hmm. I I try to check on them at least once a month. Um, that's from a personal standpoint. From an artist standpoint, I think this COVID time was a perfect time to drop music. Uh, you know, like I was talking off air, everybody's on the internet. Right. Going nowhere. <laughs> so I think this is the perfect time to like drop music and just for people to see your creativity because at this point, all the celebrities, all the PR, all the labels, everybody's there and everybody's looking. So I think this is the perfect time for music. Okay, okay. Yeah. Let's let's we, since we're talking music, let's let's stay on that topic for a few ticks. Yeah. So you just put out your single "Losses." Yeah. How much of your personal life inspired this song? Uh, all of it. <laughs> all of it. Any, That's easy. Yeah, anything that I pin for me. Um, I always related directly to me because I never want to be the artist who puts out music about something that's not what I'm living. Like, even though I can, I can talk about 8,000 chains and cars and women, but that's not the lifestyle that I live. Like I can write it for the next artist because that's what they live. But for me, anything that I put out, I want it to be genuine, directly related to me. So, yeah. So let's, let's, so let's, Let's piggyback on that question yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. What is, um, do you believe that all artists actually live that lifestyle that they're portraying? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, absolutely. Okay. No, okay. I, absolutely not, man. But I, I, the, on the flip side, man, I get it. I get it. You know, when you have the title of rapper, um, that automatically comes with the image. Mm certain artists think they have to portray in order to be successful. You know, there are some though who, who live the trap life, who have women around them all the time, right? They live that life, but for those who don't, they see that and that's all they know. So I don't bash them for how they choose to portray their creativity. But at the same time, I mean, no, they don't, they don't really live that. Like I just saw you down the street, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness. right, right, right. Yeah, it's interesting because some of the artists that I write for, it's just like, you want me to write about these topics and I'm going to do it because obviously you pay me to do it. Right. But it's like, bro, why do you want to talk about this, man? Like, I don't understand. Your life is way more interesting mm-hmm. for you to talk about this subject. But don't get me wrong. I'll still bump 21 Savage. I'll still bump Migos all day long. But Right. You know. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's fair. So you, you mentioned that you work with countless artists. Um, yeah. and I think you've been doing that for almost 11 years, since maybe yeah. 2009. Yeah. Tell us who are some of your favorites are and um, who you would like to work with again. 
Uh, some of my favorite artists, man. Uh, first, I got to start off with my team, my guys, uh, Mellow Will, uh, Mr. Marbury, London Savoy, uh, Girl, she's dope. Um, Sean Davey, amazing, amazing artist, writer, extraordinaire. Um, uh, even producers, Big Slopes with the Ali. If you don't know him, definitely check him out. Amazing. He did 90% of my project. Um, as far as that's, that's the people that I have direct contact with. Okay. Um, people that I would want to work with mainstream, it all depends on the record. Um, some of my favorites, Off Jump, uh, SZA, uh, Ari Lennox, uh, for a pop record, hands down, Bruno Mars, easy. Uh, and then lyricism, you know, my favorite lyricist of all time is Big Sean. Uh, Big Sean, of course, my, the Mount Rushmore's of Drake's and uh, Kendrick's and Coast. Okay, okay. <laughs> Tell us, Poetic, where, where are you from? I'm from Bowie, Maryland. Oh, you're from, okay. okay. Yeah, but you know, when you go out of town, you got to say DMV because they don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, that's, that's, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Um, let's, so let's talk more about the uh, new, old, was it, how you pronounce it? New. Neo Tree. Neo Tree. Neo Tree. Yep. Yeah. I, I tear up names and sometimes. It's all good. All good. Uh, what 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 you what would you like to see happen for the future of uh, Neo Tree and music as a whole? Yeah, so originally, um, well, not originally. Well, it started off we wanted to do a curriculum and implement it in the school system. I think that is still something that we're going to try to do, and also a nonprofit called uh, More Than Music. And uh, what I want to do, basically, the vision and goal of that is just to show poets how they can still do poetry, but also be in a lane of mainstream sounding music where their message of positivity or whatever they want to portray in spoken word can still come off as good sounding music. Because I don't think people know, like, you can still win Grammys off poetry. Like, mm-hmm. that's a real thing. So that's that's one thing that we're, we're trying to do and just dabbling. But yeah, definitely a curriculum, get it implemented so that these kids who have things to say can put it into sonically good sounding music. So that's the goal. So I heard you mention about the DC school. So tell us about the curriculum you built to engage the DC schools and how it has impacted the community so far. Yeah, um, it, it's it's impacted a lot. Uh, I know when I've when I've talked to kids uh, about you know what they're writing and their experiences. You know, originally when we had first started, we had about six six kids in in the classroom, and that was a lot, man. That was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, but when I got the finally got them to sit down and, and talk to them, originally, you know, they wanted to spit about you know what they see on TV, and I don't know, like, what do you go through, like, in your home? What do you experience? And for them to sit down and have to like think and put that on paper and then turn, put that to music that sounded good meant a lot to me because it shows like, yo, this is, this is really possible. And to see the smiles on those kids' faces knowing that, hey, yo, like, mom, I talked about something today. I talked about something of substance. So that, that was a big thing for me. Yeah, that, that was also one of the things that caught my eye when we were, mm-hmm. you know, doing our research on you and how you're, you know, again, one of the principles is is philanthropy. So that is yeah. one way of giving back to the community. And um, I applaud you for doing Appreciate that. that. I, yeah. I applaud you definitely for doing that. 
That's, yes, that's, sir. That's 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 major. <laughs> sometimes folks don't uh, necessarily give back. Right. Yeah, I'm just trying to rich like man. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I generally a- a- ask that question at the end of the show, but since you you pointed it out, <laughs> tell us tell us what does living a rich life mean to you? Oh man, living a rich life means not just financial wealth, but like rich in your mental and the way that you think and the way that you function every day. For me, uh, because I know now what it what it looks like to be on the other side, to be to mentally every day, to not know what peace is, or even even try to figure out where your next dollar is coming from or your next meal. Like me, my home and soul spasm. Shoot, we stretched ten dollars over ten weeks sometimes. <laughs> and we've been through a lot. <laughs> right, right, right. You do what you gotta so I, do. Yeah. So I think you know, living a rich life means way more than just financial but it also is financial because i believe in generational wealth at the same time because i think that is important because as much as people say like money isn't everything you really can't live too much without money these days yeah yeah, yeah. it's a it's, it's so, a big yeah. it's a big part of it it's a, it's a big part of it um yeah. so something we don't really normally talk about on living a rich life but yeah um it is uh voting time yeah um, so, you know, again, folks watching, we're talking with a poetic rock star, talking music, talking philanthropy, we're talking financial freedom, we're talking poetry, all things uh, good. Yeah. So um, you're going to vote early? You're going to mail in your vote or you're going to actually? Oh, hey, man, I voted already. I voted early. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, I had to get that in. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. People say don't just vote, but. Have a have a plan. That's that's the yeah. new thing. Make sure you have a plan. So Absolutely. I have a, I have a plan now. I'm actually going to vote early. Um, nice. Find my my location and vote early because I wasn't feeling too comfortable with uh, the mail in vote. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel it. <laughs> <laughs> Even though man, every way got me on edge, but I just I just hope it pans out the right way. <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned legacy earlier. What type of legacy would you like to leave behind to those who have and will experience your, your artwork? Yeah, artwork um, your artistry. Yeah. Yeah, I think my one of my biggest legacies, um, like going back to, to the record uh 2020, Go Roses, right? I mentioned in the record, like I'm cool off having fans. I need some true supporters because there's a difference. Those who ride the wave and those who ride through trouble waters, right? Mm, say, that, say that again. That was poetic. <laughs> <laughs> that was poetic. Say that again. Yeah, man. I said, there's a, I'm cool off having fans. I need some true supporters because there's a difference between those who just ride the wave and those who ride through trouble waters. Mm. Right? Yeah, because I've been through both of those. You know, like those who just ride your coattail because they know you own something. And then as soon as the ship get a little rocky, you'll see who really riding with you. So I think that legs me, it's just like everyone who's riding with me through any type of trouble or whether I'm up or whether I'm down, like my guys, um, Elevations Global, Wasserline Media, Safe House Studios, all these guys who are riding with me, who've seen me when I was down and even riding when I'm up. It's just like, I want that legacy to be passed down that hey. Stay solid to your team because no matter what, you guys are together. And I want to spread like positivity and motivation that no matter what you go through, whatever life challenges you face, like you can conquer that. 
no matter what. And it's not the end of the road. Like tomorrow, as long as you wake up the next day, it's always something that you can do better. And that, if you follow me on Instagram, I always post uh, the eight ball next to all of my posts, right? And that's not just because I can pay pool. <laughs> like okay. the, eight, the eight symbolizes new beginnings. And for me, this is a new beginning. Even though I've been in this game for a long time, this is a transition. And this is just to tell everybody else, like, no matter where you're at in life, like, you can transition to something better. Whether Even if you're on a high, there's always higher. So, like, always a speed for something new. Absolutely. Like I said, as you know, we, we're about inspiring um, folks and informing. I, I think your point is, is well taken, right? So yeah. sometimes folks, they, you know, they ride with that wave and trouble waters. And <laughs> sometimes you got those folks that want to knock your accomplishments, right? So you yeah. know, whether, whether you buy your house at 25 or you buy your house, your first house at 65, it's still your accomplishment. You bought still. the house. Yep. But yeah, you yep. do have some that tend to, to hate on that fact and say, oh, you should have. No, no, it just wasn't meant to be at that time. At so. that time, man, that's all I'm saying. And, and like, just not even just to extend it, but like, I remember the first time we did, um, we did Howard Theater, right? Um, I did how I performed Howard Theater. Shout out to, to Kid Monique and uh, Over the Poet. Um, yeah, we, we performed Howard Theater and to some people, it was like, yo, how did they do that? You know what I'm saying? Because people looked at us like, yo, they just poets. Like I was saying, you, your highest is bus boys and poets. Uh, to be able to go on tour with these guys was just like a, a huge, amazing accomplishment because it's not looked at as that's something you're supposed to be able to do. So just, it's, it's been a journey for me. <laughs> Absolutely. So yes. speak, and, and I was going to get to that. So how with theater, we, we, we know this. What is your dream venue that you like to perform um, at? And and tell us what song would you perform and what artist would you include? So that's a couple of things in there. Oh, man. My <laughs> take, dream... it, take your time. Take your time. <laughs> my dream venue, um, starting off, my dream venue would be Madison Square Garden. Mm. Easily. Um, Madison. I'm, not su- I'm not surprised. I'm a native New Yorker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um Mainly because Jay Z is one of my in my on my Mount Rushmore too. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I love uh, that venue, and artists that I would love to perform there with. Um, my team, man, my team. Every artist that I that I rolled with that got me here, I would want to perform there with them. Um, okay. Saying earlier, the Sean Day, the Shans, the Mellow Wills, the Mr. Marbrays, the London Savoys, the Big Stokes for the Alley, Valentino. All these guys, I would want to perform them there with them because that feeling would be so genuine that, hey, guys, we did this together and we're now at Madison Square Garden performing. <laughs> that's, that's what's up. That, that's yeah. what's up. Yeah. Now, the, the one thing um, these days, in my opinion, most of the great movies have mm-hmm. a, a great music selection or I, yep. I don't know what it's, for lack of a better term. What are your favorite two movies of all time any any genre oh man yes that's easy uh my favorite movie all time number one cool runnings <laughs> cool runnings all time favorite movie number one number two rush hour all of them now i could quote cool runnings backwards and forwards <laughs> <laughs> but yeah rush hour those are my top two easy okay because I'm, I'm trying to think you know 
excellent movies. Yeah. But you know, sometimes you equate some of the the, the musical scores, you know, mm -hmm. so, like Titanic, you know, I'm, I'm not gonna uh, get yeah. emotional, but Titanic. <laughs> yeah. that, that musical score was I think about the score actually mm -hmm. more than the mu uh the mu uh the actual movie. So yeah, you know, that's 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 interesting. That's yeah. definitely that's definitely interesting. Now that's um, another thing that's a goal for me though, also is is placing because I write so much music. Um like get, getting scores and placements in film and, and television is a goal because, you know, who doesn't want movie money? Right. <laughs> <laughs> for one and for two, I think it's really dope. Okay. Yeah. And for two, to be, like you were saying, to be able to, con music to be able to connect that feeling in a film is different. And I feel like we have some records on this upcoming project. Uh, we do have the title of the upcoming project also. So I might give you that. Uh, later, but yeah, I mean, I think I think we got some scores, right? Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm sure you stay on target, stay focused, and um, the sky's the limit. Yes, sir. How do you balance it all? So, how do you balance just life, music, yeah. and 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 friends and family? Tell us how mm -hmm. do you balance everything. Man, it's it's not as hard as I like it was before. Okay. I say that because originally when I was first starting off. Uh, I was getting all this attention, man, and I was young in the game. I was, I've was i been on tour twice, um, and it was hard because my focus was just, yo, I'm a superstar. Like, I done made it at this point. You know, I'm making money. I'm traveling, doing this and that, mm -hmm. and I didn't make time for, like, family and friends and relationships, you know, and I think now when I went through that trial, uh, that life trial, um, I realized how important those things were. Uh, so now I, I truly understand the meaning of like, you will prioritize things that's important to you. I really, and then because now I, I do it. I make time for it. Like um, I'm at the studio 90% of the time, uh, Safe House Studios, we do records all the time, but we also have family days on Sunday. Uh, spend time with my relationships, try, at least try, all the time so yes yeah, it's, it's it's a cool balance it always hasn't been cool but right, right. it's yeah. a it's a it's a growing process absolutely growing process. so yeah. what's your version of the best vacation and tell us where that would be oh man where that would be now that thought is dubai right mm. but uh, dubai is dubai and paris is my top vacation spots um, because like I'm really I'm really chill. I don't like to do too much activity. Um, I just like to chill. Give me some. Give me a drink. Give me some food and a good view. Right, right. Water, but a view. <laughs> but, gotcha, gotcha. You well, you get it. I, I've been to Paris. Lovely place. Nice. Um, I've never been to Dubai. It's on my list. My mother's been there and says it's a it's a lovely place. So nice, very, very lovely place. Yeah. So uh, another question I, I generally always like to ask folks um, is tell me if you had a superpower, what mm. would your superpower be? Or mm. better yet, what is your superpower? Because I think we all have a special, unique superpower. Yeah, I think my, my superpower is definitely good energy and motivation. Like I feel like if you're around me, mm. you're going to experience a good time, good vibes for sure. And if you're ever going through anything, like I'm probably the top person to talk to because like, you know how they say, check on your strong friends. Like I'm probably the strong friend. 
uh, out of all my friends because um, I'm one, I'm a great listener. And I feel like to me, that's a lot of times that's what some people need. Someone to just listen to them instead of like talking at them all the time. So I think that's one, that's a superpower for me for sure. Um, So again, we're talking with the poetic rock star here on Be Exposed Radio, living a rich life and the conversation's going pretty well, I'd have to say. Yes, sir. Enjoying it, learning a few things. And um, I definitely look forward to seeing a performance, the next up and coming project, definitely. Yes, Um, sir. So we're ready to hear that that, that new sample now, if you're game for (laughs) it. The new sample, man. The new sample. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I got you, man. I'm a, I, going back to the the record that I'm gonna do is uh, featuring myself and my brother Sean. Uh, Sean, like I say, he's amazing, amazing writer. Uh, first, he he was just a bass player, but now he's killing the game on the music side. Um, so yeah, man. I'm a, this uh, the record is called "Let Me Know." Just a quick sample. Um, Okay. Uh, basically, it says you don't know what you've been. Uh, you don't look like what you've been through. That's a best. That's a blessing. You never took an L. You took a lesson. I see the way you moving in your section. But if you come my way, then you better call the reverend. Jada, yeah, you keep blessing. Jada, yeah, you keep blessing me. When the devil keep on testing. Jada, yeah, you keep. Jada, yeah, you keep. See, I just want to know. That's it. That's all you get from right. Okay. 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 It has yep. like a Caribbean vibe. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. I, I, like, I like to hear that. I like to hear yep. more. Like I said, your videos, um, I, I like your videos. I like the yeah. videos. And I, and I, I, I'll be very honest. I, if I didn't care for it, it's just your grandmama say, if you ain't got nothing nice to say. And don't say it at all. At all. You know yeah. what I mean? So you, yep. you definitely got something. It's definitely a different flavor. It's a different style. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I look I look forward to actually coming to a live performance whenever we're able to actually right. do that. Right. Uh, I know it's some a, speaking on that, man, it's an actual it's an interesting topic because my records, my records to me are are good, right? But it's nothing like a live performance to me. Because like when I was talking to my team, I was like, yo, let's let's release the project. Because originally we was gonna release it. And I was like, yo, man. I need to perform because to me, connecting with the people in person is a totally different feel. Like if you if you go to a show of mine, it's a guarantee you won't leave the same. Guarantee, 100%. Because if you do, you get a refund. It's a guarantee you won't. Okay, well, we'll keep that in mind. I'm not just a, <laughs> I'm not just a radio host. I'm also a networking guru. So yes, let's do it. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. I, I definitely I definitely look look forward to doing that. Yep. So is is there any advice you would like to give those um, wanting to do what you do? Um, mm-hmm. Which, again, it's a unique. And, and, again, you have the poetry, you have the music. But any yep. advice you like to give those that's wanting to get into the, the music industry or take poetry to the next level, uh, what advice would you give them? Uh, first advice would be save your money. <laughs> save your money because if you're going to get into this business, it's going to cost. Um for sure. But also, um, when you do, like the one hit wonders, it's few and far between. So you got to be able to grind mentally and physically because it takes a lot of hard work and you got to be able to put that time and that work in because no matter how hard you're working, there's always going to be someone who's going to try to work 10 times harder than you. So you got to hone your craft. You got to study your craft. 
definitely studying is important and knowing your business because there's going to be so many ways that you can make money in music rather than just dropping music. But you got to know that. You got to know how what a BMI is. You got to know how to distribute your, your records. It's not just making the records. But the first part, the first part is knowing what you want to do and focusing on that and studying it. And then don't stop. Don't stop for nothing because it's your dream and go after it. That every day that you wake up is another chance for you to achieve your dream. And then once you achieve that dream, dream again and achieve that one again. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely poetic. <laughs> once you finish that dream, dream again. <clears throat> yeah. Dream again. I, I, I like that. So I, I definitely want to thank you um, for spending time with us today here on Be Exposed Radio, here on Living a Rich Life Talk Show. Um, so let's let's drop your how they can follow you um, once again, how they can get a hold of you, how they can listen to your music. Let's drop that one more time. Yeah. So you can follow me on all social media at the Poetic Rockstar. That's T H E. That's over the poet says we try to keep we try to teach the kids how to spell. So that's the Poetic Rockstar. Uh, Poetic Rockstar is one word, so definitely find me on uh, Apple Music, Spotify, on YouTube. Um, the new project is releasing January 8th. Uh, it is going to be a visual album, and that title is going to be called Restoration, and it's going to be amazing. Okay, all right. Well, you heard it here this evening, living a rich life. Um, I want to thank the Poetic Rockstar for joining. Um, please be sure to vote, folks. This year's election is is critical, as they like to say. Um, you know, either way, whoever gets in the office, you know, we got to come up away. But uh, we need to make some changes and see some changes. So please go out there and vote. Um, I do want to take this time uh, to take a moment of silence for a good friend of mine, a, a good man um, who I had the opportunity of working with on several occasions. Um, he was my videographer, uh, Timothy Christmas. Um, he passed away uh, yesterday, um, struggling with an illness. And um, I'm going to take a few minutes to, again, this show is dedicated to Tim. So thank you, Poetic Rockstar, for being a part of that. Um, thank you, Monty, for just making it always easy, because I really wasn't sure I was going to do the show today. But um, I appreciate you and Big Exposed Radio. Um, definitely having the last couple of months have been amazing. Uh, Tim has been a part of that. He's done a lot of videos for me. And um, I just want to say this show is dedicated to Timothy Christmas. We're going to have a moment of silence for Tim right now. So, um, again, thanks, folks, for watching. I am your host, Rich James, uh, the poetic rock star. I look forward to bigger and better things. Yes, sir. Uh, keep, keep, stay on that wave. And when you have rocky waters, just, just find the right navigation and then get right back on that wave. Um, so again, show is dedicated to Timothy Christmas, a good man, an even better friend. Until next week, I'm your host, Rich James. I want you to all to continue to be inspired to live a rich life. Have a good night. There.